Welcome to Find the Magic, the podcast that will help you honor yourself, your kids, and your partner. We'll give you tips and strategies to create peace and authenticity within your family. We inhale a ridiculous amount of books and life tools and distill the information for you. I'm Terilyn Griffin. I'm Caitlin Gabriel. And I'm Felicia Allen. Let's find the magic together. Alright everybody, I'm going to start us out with a face palm today, and that is a face palm to time zones. We do a lot of scheduling for interviews for the podcast, and the time zone conversion, I, I think I spend like 10 minutes every time making sure and doubly checking that my time zones are right, and totally messed one up this week, so we just completely had to reschedule an interview, not good. So I'm face palming time zones. I know we need them, but I hate figuring it's it out. It's just confusing for everybody. We're yeah. all involved. Yeah. So face palm to that. Yeah, that's hard. Well, I'm going to, mine is a high five, and it is to Felicia and efficiency regarding this time zone error. <laughs> so we're meeting here at a time we normally don't meet. We're normally here at 5.30 in the morning. Today we're here in the afternoon. People have been kind. They're watching our children for us. This is valuable time. So Felicia says... Oh my goodness, guys, time zone issue. Sorry, we can't record. You know, we're not doing this interview. So her question to us was, so what should we do? <laughs> I started thinking gelato. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> that sounds great. Her suggestion was, let's just do an episode that we have already, right, we already have. <laughs> so the high five goes to, there's going to be a Wednesday morning coming soon at 530. Oh, when sleeping. I'm going to have either sleep in or three hours of extra time. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to be like singing your praises that we, didn't go, morning. that we didn't go get gelato <laughs> and we're actually doing this now. So high five oh. to efficient thinking and not my <laughs> my detour <laughs> thinking that tends to, like, what can we do fun? I don't know. <laughs> no, I would have liked that. I know. Gelato. Both options are really great. Yeah. So. Anyway, but I'm going to be so grateful. Good. Come in 530 next week. It's going to be great. Yeah. Round of applause for that. Um, mine is a, I don't even know, maybe, if, I think it's a face palm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so with my 15 month old, he, so the other day I was out and about and, um, I had gone to the carpet store cause we we're going to re-carpet some stuff. And this really nice guy who worked there was like, Hey, can I give your kid, um, like some M&Ms? And I was like, well, of course he would love that. <laughs> so he like dumped some in a napkin and I got to hold him. And of course Emmett was loving that cause I, I just don't really feed him candy very much. The only time he gets it is from other people. So um, so anyway, so I didn't think too much of it. He eats the M&M's. Like, we go home, have lunch, and I go to lay him down, and I go to change his diaper. And when I <laughs> when I pulled back the diaper, there was, a, like, a green. <laughs> there was, like, a green something, and it had made his whole, like, bottom side green like all over was green and it was frightening to like open it up and it was like a bright, bright green like a neon green <laughs> like it was very bright it looked like he had been painted so I was like oh, like it kind of freaked me out and I saw this like little circle and at first I was like oh my gosh is that poop is it like what is it I didn't know but then I realized it was a green M&M that had like somehow gotten in his diaper and had like you know when M&Ms when you hold them in your hand how they like bleed <laughs> color everywhere <laughs> somehow he had here's the weird part I don't know how that got in because he was wearing a onesie that like covers the top of it. Like I do not know how Dropped that it in through the top. <laughs> yeah, that's <probably laughs> like I'll save this for later. <laughs> that's probably what it was. I seriously, it took me probably 
two seconds doesn't sound like a long time, but it was two seconds of like, does he have a disease? What's happening? Like, (laughs) is this like some sort of freaky? (laughs) Anyway, it was scary. But then I realized, I realized it was an Eminem. At least I'm pretty sure it was. It was kind of hard to tell, like when everything was said and done. Oh my God. But anyway, that was my face palm high five was this weird neon Eminem, like bled all over. Anyway, it was kind of freaky. But I thought you were going to say like a candy machine, like ding, 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 ding. (laughs) I I thought he had like swallowed them whole. But you're right. The thin candy. Thick candy shell would probably wear away. Yeah, it's not like corn. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, (laughs) so that's my Facebook high five. Um, So anyway, so today we are going to be talking about traditions. So when we read the Entitlement Trap by the Air Family, um, something that we loved about it is how traditions, like the whole point of traditions, sometimes we just think they're a fun thing that we do. But what's so cool is that. They do so much more than that. They create belonging for our families, and it's something that kids remember forever, and even that kids like hold on to, and they don't want it want it to change. And because something that we're all searching for is belonging and acceptance, and people a lot of times will go out. I mean, that's part of the reason why gangs exist, exist, and different things like that. So it's so cool that traditions and these rituals that we can create within our own families do create so much belonging, and they really can strengthen our families. So we wanted to kind of do a whole episode on. Traditions that we have loved, but also we we asked um, our friends on social media some of their favorite traditions. So we're going to go through some of our top ones that we have found and also that we have done in our own families that we just feel like brings a lot of joy. Um, I think, too, talking about when you bring up how it can prevent our kids from you know, latching on to other things like their friends, and we've talked about that a little bit, how we want to create a strong family attachment instead of a peer attachment. Um, We've mentioned the book Hold On To Your Kids a couple times. It's a great read if you want to learn more about helping your kids attach to um, your family instead of creating peer attachment. And it's important because of, for obvious reasons, but when I, when I look back to my childhood, I think I was um, much more peer attached because my family unit wasn't that strong. Being raised with a single mom who's working a lot, um, we didn't have very many traditions, and I, I didn't feel that pull back to my family. I was mm-hmm. seeking that belonging, and luckily I found it in really great people, but some kids don't find it in great people. Mm-hmm. They go out and find it in a gang or yep. a wayward friend yep. or a friend group that's not great. And so I think these little traditions that sound just like kitschy and fun and like just exciting for your kids are very meaningful. Mm -hmm. They really are. And I think they create kids who are drawn back to, oh, you know, I want to just skip out on dinner tonight, but oh, I remember it's pizza night. And I love when we do pizza night because Mm -hmm. we watch a movie and it sounds so simple, but I think it creates such a, a bonded childhood. So, and it allows you the chance to pull in. That's something I love about you, Felicia. Is Felicia has joined our family, and we have a lot of traditions. Much, and I feel like you have embraced them with arms wide open and found belonging there. Like, yeah, the cool thing about traditions is they allow for that belonging to extend Mm -hmm. and bring in more people. Totally, whatever generation you're at. Like, she joined us as adults, and yeah. It's so fun. Like, I feel like they are now. Yeah, they pull your you traditions. in. They're yeah. all of us, you know. Totally. They're a way to pull in. So mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. And so the first way you can do this is just with regular 
daily, weekly rituals. And we've talked about those a little bit with things we do daily or in our week as a family. Something that I heard in a book, and I can't remember what book it is, so if I find it, I will link it. But if not, just take this idea. It is on my goals to do this. I haven't quite done this, but speaking of the pizza night thing, um, is to create a dinner theme for your week. So for example, your Monday is soup night and your Tuesday is a culture night where you try something from a different culture. Um, Wednesday is pizza night, whatever. So you decide what your week's gonna be. Thursday's pasta. And what's cool is that sounds confining, but actually I think when I think about it, I think all my, my only constraint is it's taco night, but there's probably four million different kinds of tacos. Mm -hmm. So it kind of gives you a framework. And as a parent, I like that with meal planning. And then it gives your kids something to look forward to and they know what's coming next, which we know kids love. Mm -hmm. So that's all my goals. If I try it, I'll tell you guys. I love that idea. One of my favorite cookbooks that I have that I cook from, I don't don't actually do that Mm -hmm. part, but I do really like the idea. Maybe I should start as well. But it's called Food Nanny Rescues Dinner, and we'll link her recipe book. But they're such good recipes, and she actually has the whole recipe book broken out into days of the week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and she has, you know, like one night is meatless night. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of helps you get a nice balance. One night is Hispanic night. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you can do burritos or enchiladas or tacos, you know. Mm-hmm. I and love it's, that. it is kind of a fun way to do that. So, this is in- something fun about asking all you guys about your traditions. It's kind of inspired us with a lot of fun ideas. But if you're looking for a recipe book that actually helps you with that, that's a good one. We'll link that. Totally. Um, yeah, and other simply simple weekly rituals that you can add in. Something that we love to do is um, every Sunday, because Sunday is the only day of the week, at least for us, where we have that morning and it's pretty relaxing. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have any appointments that we need to be to or work or anything like that. Um, we do like a Sunday brunch. So it's just like we make the breakfast together. It's so fun. It's delicious. And then we usually go for a walk after. And that's like something, again, it's something really simple. And I remember growing up, um, Terrell and I's dad used to make, usually he would make breakfast on Sundays and it was like the time of the week where he would make the breakfast and it was always just so good and I really loved it. Mm-hmm. And so just those simple things, I think the cool thing about all of these and as you're hearing any of these traditions, if it feels like too much, definitely don't do them. But if any of it sounds just like, oh, that's simple and I really like that, mm-hmm. just like let it, let it come in and I feel like it can bring so much yeah. joy of something that you might already be doing, you might already be having it, but just make it into a ritual, which is fun. Yes. In fact, they talk about that in the entitlement trap, that simply naming something, mm-hmm. this is our Griffin tradition, something that you're already doing makes it, so they feel like they have roots, right? Yep. Like this is our thing. So something, just, just naming it, there's power. And another fun Sunday tradition that's the total opposite of this, and I'm sharing this example to let you know that you just choose with what resonates with you. Our goal here is not to give you a ton of ideas that overwhelms you. We're just throwing out inspiration and you catch what resonates with you, right? And if it feels like it's just adding to your to-do list, don't do it. But if you're like, oh my, this adds value, then great, that's what these ideas are for. But um, I had a friend who grew up in a family of like seven kids and her mom made a lot of meals during the week. So Sunday was no making meals day. Mm -hmm. So they had cold cereal for breakfast, like boxed mac and cheese for lunch Mm -hmm. and like hot dogs for dinner. Like super, super, I mean like no preparation. Mm -hmm. Kids are in heaven because they're Mm -hmm. eating like Mm -hmm. pretty much junk food. Mm -hmm. And not junk food, just kind of, you know. It's okay. You can call it that. (laughs) Processed food. Yeah. But the whole thing is 
no preparation, eight on paper mm-hmm. plates. Mm-hmm. And so it was total opposite. I mm-hmm. also do what Kaylin does. Like we have a kind of bigger breakfast on Sunday morning together. But if you're feeling like by Sunday you're burnt out, have mm-hmm. that be your tradition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your kids get sugar mm-hmm. cereal on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's great too. Either one, there's not one that's better. It's the cool thing of this is what we do. This is our thing. Because yeah. it works for us right yeah. now. And you're making it fun instead of being like, oh, I feel so bad because I'm not making food for a whole day. Make it be like, this is our thing. We're making it a day of rest. Right. You know? mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that's so cool that you can make anything into a tradition that your kids look back on with really fun memories. My friend loved that tradition. She does it now with her kids. Totally. Yeah. And I think so, like when we first were going to talk about traditions, I think it's one of those things. As a parent, you hear the word like, I want to create more traditions. And I start to feel that feeling. It was like, oh, that's like a lot. Whoa, I have to like plan that. And I have to like write down one of my traditions. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so many things. But start there. Write down everything you already do. Week, month, and then for holidays. And look at them and I'm sure you have a million traditions. It's just naming them, mm-hmm. recognizing them. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to share with the holidays coming up, Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas specifically. Sorry, my voice is going to go. Um, we wanted to start with Halloween and just share some of our favorite Halloween traditions. So these are a mix of ours and from our listeners who shared. So I will start with Halloween, um, one of our traditions that we do, and also Terilyn I know does this, is a spooky witch's dinner. Um, we just do it kind of the week of Halloween. When do you do it? Um, I always do it close to Halloween, except for one year that I accidentally went past Halloween. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so my kids get a little, can I just tell them what it yeah, is? Yeah. So what we do is I have, and we can, Felicia and I can each post what, I actually think of something different every year, but you could just do the same thing. Um, but I have a little recipe, and also I'll put it out. It's just like a funny. It's like a funny uh, list of foods. So I print out little, just on pieces of paper. You know, it'll say something like, you know, worms in bone broth or something. Mm-hmm. And so it's just these kind of creepy names, but they don't know what it is. So when they order from the menu, they don't know what they're getting until I bring it out. And it's really yummy food. But but like I always do sticky buns. So that is something I actually do every year. But they're what like, do you call them? they're like, you know, like ogre's toes or something, okay. you know. <laughs> and so <laughs> I'll, I'll post what I do with what it actually, you know, correlates with. But none of it's hard <clears throat> food, but it's yummy food. But then they, they get an order at whatever. So like one kid will say they get an order the first course. So they say, I want this. And it could be, say, rice pudding that I said is like, you know, larva in something <laughs> so they order and they don't know it's dessert so they everybody gets dessert first then mm. so it's kind of like you're turning everything on its head but i walk around with a witch's hat and a spoon in my hand and if they complain at all i give them little taps like it doesn't hurt but i'm like <laughs> or sometimes it, you just do it a little bit just harder like, <laughs> just to get that out i'm just kidding <laughs> but the thing is it's scared like my my one son he's six now he's like Mommy, I don't like when you do that voice. Like, I think he was scared because I was doing, like, a, you know, like, are you complaining, you know? And it kind of scared him. So one year I actually went past Halloween accidentally, and he was a little spooked out. He was like, I don't know if I want you to do the witch thing. Everybody else is loving it, but he was a little worried. So now, and now our mistake has become the tradition now. I did my playlist that's playing in the background. Halloween music, Christmas music. Halloween music, Christmas music. And during the Christmas songs... I'm nice. Like, I'm just, like, a normal, like, ho, I'll say, like, ho, ho, ho sometimes, you know? 
And so now we actually do it in October. I've only missed Halloween once. <laughs> but that has now become our tradition too. Like there's just some Christmas music. So, you know, just <laughs> put in there. <laughs> and the hat comes off. And I'm like, ho, ho, ho. Who wants more of whatever? You know, all you want. So anyway, but my kids now, there was the one year he was a little spooked. But other than that, my kids my kids it's so funny too. Over it. Yeah, they and they it. ask so for cute. it all the time. And it's really not a lot of work besides the printing off of the the little thing. And I do get dry ice. Do you do dry ice? Yes. Like for the root dry beer ice in their cups. Uh-huh. So yeah. it's like boiling over. Yeah. And yeah. It takes a little prep, but it's not hard. Yeah. I always do some sort of noodles that are worms with some sort of yeah. blood sauce or something weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's it like fun. it's gourmet food yes. necessarily. Yeah. It's just yeah. fun. Fun, yeah. Are you eating with them, or are you just, like, the server around them? Um, I eat with them, but I'm doing a lot of up and down. It's not the most relaxing meal for me, but Mm -hmm. I am eating with them. Mm -hmm. But then I get up in between courses and do the laughing and the, oh, and we have a, we've started. The fun thing about it is stuff just starts. Mm -hmm. We've now started doing a a witch's laugh competition during it. So we film it, you know. Everybody does their best, like, (laughs) evil laugh, and it is hilarious. Oh, I would love to see it's these. It's so fun. So as you're sitting there like digesting, everybody gives their best Practice evil laugh. And it is so funny to see uh, little kids try to evil laugh. I it's love that. so great. I've got to add that. Yeah, and it's just, it just builds from there. It's so fun. So some more kind of fall Halloween traditions that we love are, my, my husband takes our boys duck hunting in October here. That's duck hunting season and it's kind of cool they get to learn how to <laughs> gut them and Cohen <laughs> eats them I well that's our rule you have to try it when you hunt it yes. has to all be eaten you have to eat what you hunt which for. is specifically why I would never shoot a duck because it's disgusting but my oldest he like asks for more which, Cohen's kind of a unique he just loves all food I so know. anything him. he hunts I know yeah. he's like I'll eat the whole thing yeah and I admire Parker for this so I hunt with them this is I grew up hunting with my dad not because I actually like and yeah this is Stan's tradition killing animals I just really? like being in the mountains with my the guys in my mm-hmm. life and so we started doing the duck hunting thing though when we we're adults when I was an adult okay. which is fun we've pheasant hunted all growing up but uh, so it used to be my dad me and my brother. And he started going with his dad, right? Before. Yeah. And okay. he went with his dad. So it's okay. this kind of like, and we're out at the land mm-hmm. that they went to, and it's, you feel this very connected feeling, right? We watched the sunrise. Well, now Parker, my brother, Felicia's husband, has started bringing the children. And I admire him so much because it's made me also bring my children, <laughs> which I would never choose. <laughs> but I love it. I'm so glad that he started it because I like the, we're on the marsh, mm-hmm. the sunrises in silence. But it's really, really special. So I actually just want to give a shout out. Parker, if you're listening. It is. Thank you for giving me the example to bring the kids with us hunting. Because it is really fun to have them. Even though I wouldn't choose it (laughs) myself. Something that I do in uh, October that I started when my kids were maybe like three or four. Is we get a bunch of just like Toll House cookie dough. I don't even make the cookie dough, guys. I just buy it like in large amounts from the grocery store. And we make like 80 cookies. Just, you know. Four or five of the big packs, chop them up, cook them a ton, put them on paper plates in Ziplocs, and then you print off the little booer thing. I'll I'll send a link, but you can find them online. Just you know, it's like you've been booed, and then you make a tree and pass it on. But we call it so everybody like a lot of people do that. But what we do is we don't just do 
you know, one or two houses. We do like 10. So we like start it. Mm -hmm. But we call it Booers Club. And what we do is we just, any kid in the neighborhood who wants to join us, so all their little friends come. And we walk around with a little wagon of all of our cookies. But we have to do it so people can't see us. And so we do it and we sneak around. And then if we see people out playing... We sneak up and say boo, you know. <laughs> Somebody's walking their dog. Mm-hmm. We say boo and run mm-hmm. away. So it's this fun combo of, like, mm-hmm. we're starting the little booing tradition, but we're also yelling boo at people, which the kids, this thing is the best. And then they're all part of the Boogers Club. That's so for cute. the rest of the whole October, they are, like, booing each other. Like, cute. they'll That's just cute. be walking past, and if you see another kid playing, you say boo. And it's this fun little oh, That's adorable. I want to be part of this. Thing. Yeah, Man, this is way fun. fun. I am the biggest failure at anything like that. When people, I have never returned a boo. Ever. I'm so bad. But I also don't have any kids. I've got to get better. I have four kids. (laughs) And they want to return the boo. Just enjoy the cookies and don't worry about it. Just be booed and be okay with it. Accept the boo. boo. Receive the boo. Okay, I'm going to receive the boo. So as a couple, we love to also change our show nights or movie nights just Parker and I, to scary shows or movies during October. I love scary stuff, so it's like my chance to indulge. But I don't want to do it all year because it gets you in a little bit of a mood. I'm with you. (laughs) A little scary mood. Scared mood. So we like to do that in October as well. That's fun. I am actually not a scary movie person, but I will usually at least watch one during the October season. So I can can bend to that in the 30 days. I don't sleep for days after, but it's fine. Um, another thing that I really like that we actually all do is we go to the pumpkin patch every mm-hmm. year. So fun. And when I lived out of state, oh, I really missed it. It's so fun. You just get to go and look at all the pumpkins and everybody gets to pick a pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it sounds very simple, but I do love it. It I is so it. fun. All right, guys, let's take a break. We'll come back with Thanksgiving and Christmas after the break. We have been hesitant to talk about beauty products on the podcast because beauty industry can make women feel put in a box or hypersexualized, and it hasn't really aligned with our mission here but we've recently discovered shine cosmetics they are a brand that builds successful confident beautiful personas in women and all of their products are marketed this way their eyeshadows have beautiful names like humble and their Products all amplify your natural features. So my very favorite product that I've tried so far is their brow pencil. You can hardly tell that you have done anything to your brows, but it just enhances them. And also, very randomly, their makeup removing towels are amazing. We all know how hard it is to get mascara off. Soap can irritate the eyes. And these cloths, just with water, take my mascara completely off. It is amazing. So Shine gave us a code, find the magic, that you all can get 10% off your first order. So head over to our show notes and you can use the link there with code find the magic to get 10% off. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, these two traditions, I'm all about traditions that make our lives easier. Uh, the first one is, you can do this in October or November, but we live by the mountains and there's beautiful fall leaves, which you don't have to have mountains to have fall leaves. But we go, I call it, I proclaim it mountain week. And we just spend as much time as we can outside. We drive up into the mountains. This costs zero money, zero planning. We literally just drive up and find cool places. The fun thing about this is after doing it for a few years, we've now named our favorite places. Like we have one called Red forest and one called Saddleback Ridge and so the kids actually ask for those places now sometimes we'll take cousins with us like Felicia does this also with her kids so sometimes we'll combine sometimes we'll just do it on our own but it's just a really fun way I think anytime you incorporate nature into your tradition it costs no money mm-hmm. doesn't require much planning you just spend two hours in nature and kids and encourage you to encourages you to find new places surrounding you that yes. you would think of. Yes, cool. and this time of year, I mean in the fall, it's hard, <clears throat> it's hard to beat nature in the fall. It's, it's true. So great. It's true. The second thing, this makes my life way easier. I have, we have an elf on the shelf. She's a very simple elf on the shelf. She sometimes forgets to move. She doesn't really do anything much. <laughs> and I approve of all forms of elf on the shelf, just so you know. Whatever you do with yours, I approve. If you don't have one, Great. Mm -hmm. If you have one that does a lot of fancy things, great. I'm all about just embrace what you have, what you want. But for me, my elf comes around Halloween. Sometimes she shows up on Halloween. Sometimes it's a little after Halloween in in November, but it's always like around that week. So sometimes, you know, usually Halloween's over. We're starting into the Thanksgiving season and she just shows up. And that means when she shows up, we all write our Christmas lists. Our kids get to ask for two things each. So they write down those things and she takes them away and she disappears until after Thanksgiving when she comes back and the lists have been submitted at that point. Mm -hmm. The reason why we started this is because years ago, my daughter, halfway through December, changed her mind and it was the most random weird thing that was the hardest thing to find ever, a blue Blue bunny. Blue cat or something. A blue Blue bunny, bunny. (laughs) oh my heavens, dark blue, royal blue. Yeah, it was so hard. So now you submit the list, your two items, and it is gone. There's no getting no getting redos on that. So that has made my life way easier. And it's so fun because they like look that. forward to seeing mm-hmm. Ruby, our elf, come right after Halloween. That's and cute. so fun. They give her the list. Everybody's excited. And I can have all my stuff done before Christmas season even starts, right? Man. And there's no changing your mind. I love when your kids came to our house and, like, Lenny was just carrying around our elf. Because I don't, I don't do any, like, elf thing. I just don't remember. And they're like, oh, you touch the elf. You can't touch the elf. They're, like, freaking out. And then he's like, his face is like, yes, I can. Oh, can I not? Like, he's like, oh, no. Have I made a grave error? <laughs> so I love that. I've got to do that. That would make, because it's yeah, the like worst that. when they just keep, actually, I want this. Actually, I want this. There's, like, no. Yeah. And then it's very it's specific. It's very like they official. have the two things, and yep. then it's just done, and it's great. I love that. I like that. I think something that is reoccurring in all holidays for us is 
very specific foods to the holiday. Yes. And this kind of overlaps with all the holidays, but I think just identifying them and making them a tradition. We have this pomegranate salad oh. that my mom, I think, started. Yeah, did she start it? Way back yes. when. And it's It is good. the most mind-blowing thing. And any guest who's ever come to the, the dinners that we have it at, yeah. and we have it at, like, every holiday once November pomegranates are available, yeah. has been mind-blown by the salad. So we'll include the recipe. And they incorporate it into theirs. Like, yes. my, my in-laws. Yeah, mine too. It's yeah. now part of uh-huh. my in-laws' Christmas. Now I bring it to all... Yeah. Yeah. The other side. It's yeah. that good. It's my And it's beautiful. It's like the way it the pomegranate. So it's kind of it that is. Christmassy. It's yep. beautiful decor. And then it's just delicious. Everybody loves it. Yeah. So I think just being aware and making a point to make the same food uh-huh. the next year is special. And telling your kids the significance of something. Like yeah. Thanksgiving in our family, we always do cheese whiz on celery, which mm-hmm. is kind of a strange combination. It's the only time of year I ever eat it. But my grandma did that. Uh-huh. And my grandma's been passed away. I mean, Caitlin doesn't even remember her because she uh-huh. was a baby when she died. Oh. But it's a way of keeping... Grandma Margaret. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a way of keeping <laughs> her alive. <laughs> this is a good example of... It's not alive in Caitlin's mind, apparently. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but if you tell your kids... <laughs> it's really special. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, if you tell your kids, then they know. <laughs> like my kids know that it's Grandma Margaret's, but apparently Caitlin didn't know that. I, out on, I guess I missed you too little. <laughs> okay, uh, so Caitlin didn't know that, but my kids know it. <laughs> So, there you go. Skips this, a generation. <laughs> this is why it's important to tell them. Because it, it yeah. makes it important, right? Or like, do we have a it. stuffing recipe that was like my great, great, great grandma's. And otherwise, it would just be like, man, it's stuffing, whatever. Right. But when you're like, oh my gosh, this is, mm-hmm. obviously, we it's need to communicate. <laughs> <laughs> be very clear when your grandpa's mumbling on his armchair, pay attention. <laughs> He's passing on a tradition. <laughs> uh, so something we used to do at Thanksgiving is Black Friday shopping. I used to go with my um, siblings and just go. I mean, we're like the 3 o'clock in the morning, like hitting the stores, which is hilarious because we didn't really, like when you're younger, it's not like you have that much money. It's like, what are we trying to get? <laughs> it's true. But my brother would like wait in line for three hours to get the new Xbox game. It really wasn't like efficient shopping, but just something about the atmosphere, um, but I've grown to not think that's very fun anymore. And something I, but I kind of miss that tradition. And we used to go get brunch. Something that I kind of want to propose and I think would be really fun is to do, okay, this is mom's morning. I go somewhere by myself, do the Black Friday online sales for like two hours, have my little own breakfast. I want to start that, that tradition for mm. myself. Get all my Christmas You're not actually presents. going in the stores. You're just right. doing it online. Because online going to sales are the best. Yeah. 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 And I always hear about them, but I don't yeah. shop them because I'm doing something else. And yeah. that it's actually a lot of time to online shop. Yeah. But it sounds like a nice like polish off Christmas. Oh. Get the dills. Thanksgiving, you mean? But my Christmas shopping. Like polish off oh, your Christmas yeah, shopping. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because okay. I always want to shop those sales for my Christmas shopping, mm, but I don't yeah. because it's like a lot and overwhelming and keeping track of it. Yeah. Cyber Monday is I guess what it would be. 
I think I need that for myself. You know what my friend does? She, her and her mom, her mother-in-law and her sister-in-laws, they all go down to Salt Lake and sleep overnight. Mm. So they have a whole, like, two days. Wow. And they make it a girl's trip and they do Black Friday. I grew up, my mom always pretty much had her Christmas shopping done before Halloween. In July. She's a planner. She's <laughs> definitely a planner. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, she's like July. Like, our Christmas lists were, like, <clears throat> much earlier than that. Yeah. Than mine. And uh, so I've never done Black Friday shopping. We do the whole, like, hashtag opt outside thing. Like, just, I avoid crowds altogether and just go somewhere outside on Black Friday. But I have gotten the bad habit of there are amazing deals. So because my kids' stuff is already bought, guess what I do? I buy, like, yoga pants for myself on Black I know. On Cyber Monday. Ooh, that's so good. So that might not I be I want good, to be though. intentional about my Cyber yeah. Monday. Because I, I feel like impulse. I just spend a lot on myself. I just buy vacuums and stuff. Whatever's, like, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cheap. Vacuums. Oh, yeah. My. Amazon deals. Yeah. You need to check yourself. Make you a do. plan. You need to make a plan. Because if intentional. you just pull up yeah. Amazon on Monday, whew, Don't do it. Scary. Get in really anyway, deep. These are a lot of fun ideas, though. I'm kind of liking the <laughs> yes. concepts. My husband also does a turkey bowl on thanksgiving morning Mm -hmm. which is really fun to go and watch and if there's not one organized then you can do it within your family play a little pig skin if you will i love good i love going to turkey bowls i think they're so fun so fun um something that i actually heard about when i was younger and i really love i've loved it the week of thanksgiving um we do gratitude prayers so if that if prayer is already a part of your ritual just changing all the prayers that you say, so your morning and night, your meal prayers, and not asking for anything, just mm-hmm. thinking. And it's kind of weird. It, I feel like some really cool things happen when you do it because, mm. um, yeah, it's just cool. Like, I feel like you're able to see so much more, and it's just this really beautiful thing of, like, all the things that you would ask for, you're actually really grateful. I don't know. It's just, it's cool. And I feel like it. it's, like, a fun thing. So as soon as, like, the week, I think starting that Sunday before Thanksgiving, just having that as a goal, and it's just so... I think it's been really fun. So it's a very simple thing, but it's beautiful. Yeah, a couple other fun ideas you can add on to that concept of in- deliberately encouraging gratitude in your home in in the month of November. One of them that we heard, but I thought it was brilliant. I haven't done this, but I love it. The first day of November, as a family, you come up with and you like have a place where you're writing it down for the whole month, right? I'm picturing like a cute butcher paper, like mm-hmm. somewhere, mm-hmm. or maybe a little Roll thing on your wall to- or something. Mm-hmm. That sounds fun. Or a poster board on your wall. Whatever. Chalkboard. It doesn't matter. Uh, but the first day as a family, you name one thing you're grateful for. The second day, you name two. Third day, you name three. And so on. So at the end of the month, you have this paper or chalkboard with a ton of stuff you're grateful for. So on Thanksgiving, you can look at it and say, oh, look at all the things we're grateful for. The heirs in their entitlement trap book, they have the tradition of having a huge roll of paper. And on Thanksgiving, they see how many they, things they can write. Mm-hmm. So they have one scribe. And they're just, everybody's shouting out things. And the idea is when you start getting quantity of things you're grateful for, you start realizing how overwhelmingly blessed everybody mm-hmm. in the world who lives at this time. I mean, we have, you can be grateful for toilet paper, you right. know? <clears throat> Something that we have done as a family that my mom started is she, on Thanksgiving, puts butcher paper over as the actual tablecloths. Mm-hmm. And then she leaves crayons out on the table, and we all... As we sit around the table, we write what we're grateful for on the tablecloth. So mm-hmm. on our gratitude meal, the table is covered with things we're grateful for before we even eat, which I love that tradition. I do too. Mm-hmm. I do too. And moving into Christmas, I feel like Thanksgiving, Christmas, holiday time kind of blends together. And I like at the beginning of December to just start to get in the mood. I, I feel like holidays are so fun 
I like to spread them out, like sprinkle them throughout the month, which I think a lot of people do. And we actually had a listener send in this example, which I thought was fun. So a lot of people do advent calendars, but two twists on that tradition could be inside to have activities. So like cutting out snowflakes, wrapping presents for other people, making cookies and delivering them, or some sort of service, like making meals for the homeless or visiting an elderly neighbor mixed in to your month advent calendar. Mm-hmm. So like instead oh, of getting chocolate, it's like an activity. That yes. You do. And mm-hmm. I know with little kids, winter for me is a little bit harder because yeah, you are kind of looking for something to do in that after dinner time. And I, our church one year did um, a service centered kind of advent idea. And it was so fun to see the kids get involved mm-hmm. with it. Yes. It was yeah. so fun. And there's so many little things you can do as service. Yes. It's really not very hard. Right. My question would be, I would like to do both. Can we do the chocolate and? Yes. I think you can do activities. the paper wrapped around a Reese's yeah. inside that. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I like the cheap, just like the chocolate waxy The waxy stuff. stuff. I know. It, it is reminds waxy. me of when I was a kid. When I eat it, I can like taste Christmas. Yeah. Taste a little. Like just the ones that... The grocery store, uh-huh. yeah. five bucks in mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, on the other hand, I do know. not like that chocolate, but I like it's that. It's actually you do. not actually good. <laughs> it's just a memory. But I have a, it's a memory. tradition. Yeah, it's a sentimental. <laughs> yeah. Another um, idea from our listeners was to unwrap Christmas books at night and read them before bed. You could do it the week or the month of December. I really love that idea. Terilyn wraps. Your old classic favorites. Oh, no. I don't wrap any of oh, them. Oh. You read them all. I just read them at night. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. The wrapping, that's a lot. It's a cute, cute. idea. I and just your don't do the wrapping. But they yeah. would really love it. Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll. I don't know if I'll make that tradition because yeah. that's a lot of commitment. I'll consider it. Yeah, I'll consider <laughs> sprinkling the wrapping in. Yes. We also do a Christmas Eve Eve sleepover in our living room. Do you guys do that? Yes. Oh, I, we also do that. So before Christmas Eve. We didn't want on yes. Christmas Eve because it makes the kids too grumpy exactly. on Christmas. That's oh, why we do it Eve Eve. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. It's way fun. We cool. used to sleep in our castle in our last house. It was like a little playhouse thing we have. Mm-hmm. And now we just choose another place. They build a fort and they sleep. It's so fun. I know. And growing up, you guys had a tradition of you would sleep together as siblings on Christmas Eve, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. In Parker's room. Yeah. yeah and now that my kids are bigger, so we started the Christmas Eve Eve sleepover when our kids were littler, that sleeping in the same room would have been disastrous. Mm-hmm. But now that they're bigger, we let them do that too. So they That's can all so sleep fun. in the same room. Because it is so yeah. fun. That was one of my favorite. I loved that growing up. And we, growing up, we also used to, like, come up with creative ways to wake up the parents in the morning. I, it was so fun. We would, like, if we got remote control cars, I remember one year we got those and we would, like, remote control them into the parents' Aww. door to, like, knock on their door. Anyway, we would, like, come up with crazy yeah. ways to wake them up, which is so fun. Because we couldn't leave the room until they came and got us. That was the rule. Yeah, so we would try so to wake them up. they'd give us a time, you know, 7 a.m., but if it was past 7 a.m., it started out, like, we tried to do something, I can't remember, and then it turned into a full-blown, like, very elaborate, how are we going to wake Every them up? Every year <laughs> okay. we would come up with something. And we'd, like, yeah. overdo ourselves. It was fun. We had two listeners give really cute, speaking of Christmas morning, examples. One was, and I've heard this a few times, they all had to wait at the top of their stairs. They couldn't mm-hmm. come down the stairs mm-hmm. until the parents could film, which is cute. Mm-hmm. And then also another person shared that their parents like to sleep in, so they could come down and do their stockings as siblings together before the parents woke up oh. and just like do their stockings and enjoy them, and, and then the parents would come and they would do the other presents. Oh, okay. that's cute. That's really cute. Fun. I like that idea. That is fun. 
This tradition is something that we have done since I was little, and my dad did it since he was little. That's another example of, unless you tell your children that it's important, or the significance of it, it would just be a, a fun thing, but not that kind of rooting tradition. We get together, we used to get together with my grandma and make Christmas cookies. But my dad, who was not a foodie, is obsessed with Christmas cookies. It's the only time I've ever seen him be selfish with food. Mm-hmm. And so we all, like have like a like a plate an offering from papa we give him an offering of cookies and we and he ends up with this huge mountain of cookies at the end of it and jeff actually proposed to me on that night of that cookie night that's right so now we have a whole other layer of every year when we have the cookie party even now that my grandma's passed you know it was that grandma right yes i know i know which grandma that is <laughs> um we also talk about that how we got engaged on this night and it's just a really fun way That's of so doing cute. something that a lot of people do they make christmas cookies but have it be connected to and this reminds me of when i was a kid for this reason yes. something that we also do as a family a challenge i find with christmas is it's so fun and has a tendency to be commercialized right well it is you know it's hard to get oh it's easy to become overcome by the material excitement of christmas mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong i love and presents. that is fun i love presents yeah, it's yeah. Great. and i love santa claus mm-hmm. and movies and Mm -hmm. all those things so just that i'm rejecting those things but for me the most important part of christmas is christ and so that as a mother has been something i've tried to be intentional about and there's many things we do throughout the month that helps us bring christ into christmas but my very favorite thing that we do is on christmas eve after we've had our you know party with grandparents and it's so fun and everybody's like magic high Mm -hmm. right we come home and we gather around, and throughout the entire month, we've been doing a thing that we, me and Caitlin grew up doing, where we read a little story at the beginning of the month, and then everybody draws names every week, and you, you have somebody who's called your secret elf, and you do secret acts of service for them that whole week. And every time you do an act of service for that person, you put a straw in the baby manger that we have out on our mantle as a gift to Christ, right? Like, we are remembering Christ, we're making the manger soft for baby Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. And then at the end of, so on Christmas Eve, we pull out our little manger and we look at it and like the pile of all the service we've done for each other. And we talk about how when we serve others, we are serving God. So that's our gift to him. But then we actually just go around our little circle and we each say a gift that Christ has given us that year. Mm. So it requires all of us to kind of look back. What gift has Christ given us? And so we kind of, end the magic of Christmas Eve with that and then my father-in-law actually stomps around after we like time it so then as we're going up the stairs and they're in their beds he stomps around with like sleigh bells Mm -hmm. so it's kind of a fun but it's a way to kind of like center Mm -hmm. around Christ Christ in a time that's so I mean there's so much excitement about presents and I don't I love the excitement of presents but that's our favorite Christ-centered tradition Mm -hmm. that I really love Mm -hmm. Can I just say that actually that hay in the manger tradition is my all-time favorite tradition of all of Christmas, and I feel like we had a lot, like we have a lot of fun traditions during mm-hmm. that time. But that's my favorite, and it's so it is really fun because it's throughout the whole month. You're focusing on your family, doing acts of service. That's something that I'm really excited that as I have kids that grow up to really like continue to do that. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorites. So mm-hmm. we'll link we'll link the little story definitely in the email. Um, so if you guys want to know some yes. of these things, we'll put all of this info in the email, and you can see them. Yep. So we have a couple other just quickly holiday traditions that are throughout the rest of the year. Um, one of them is on any whoever's birthday it is, 
each person in our family gives them a single compliment at their birthday dinner, which is semi uncomfortable sometimes, but really fun just to hear um, how you've been connecting with people or showing up for people. It's just really, it's called the compliment game. And it, it is, so it's nice. nice. It's fun. Some people the kids don't. love the it. The kids, yeah. some of the adults feel it. a little uncomfortable. I really love it. <laughs> I love it. I tell me all the things you love about me. Yeah. yeah. Just fill can my bucket. Re- yeah. Can I write them all down and refer back? You yeah. Know? One That's that good. I, another one I really love is for Easter um, stand. So my father-in-law started doing the hunger. Uh, we do a big kind of Easter egg race hunt situation that the adults also get to do. And then we started doing a hunger games. Um, so we'll do different random physical challenges and one person takes the the cash prize yeah quite fun it's amazing it's so fun he is so creative like Like when you're a real beehive with stuff money in there or something yeah he'll have like bows and arrows like a shooting contest sometimes they're like races it's like all sorts of stuff it's very fun one time there was paint guns we got to shoot at him yes yeah that was so fun. That was while he fun. was sprinting across the yard. Yeah. <laughs> so fun. Oh, that's really and it's actually gotten better and better as we've we used to just do regular egg hunts and then Jeff, my husband, joined our family and he's super competitive. And I remember the, his first egg hunt with us. He like upped the competition level by a mm-hmm. hundred. And then Felicia yeah. joined our family and she has this awesome competitive streak. Mm-hmm. And then Cam joined our family. <laughs> so we have this like amazing competitive adult, like the kids aren't even involved. They have to have their no. own thing because yeah. we'll like push people out of the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah they is, have their own Easter egg hunt yes. and then the adults step in. It yeah. is so fun. And we will also post, just so you guys know, when we talk about food is such a huge part of traditions, yes. we'll post our very favorite recipes yes. that sometimes it is just nice having the same thing every year. Mm-hmm. So like Valentine's Day, I always make meatloaf in the shape of a heart mm-hmm. every single time with chocolate lava cake. It's not hard. It's my kids look forward to it. Jeff, my husband on Christmas morning makes I am convinced the best they're so good waffles in the entire world. Yeah, they're perfect. So we will also include those recipes in our email. But I mean, there's just so fun about finding and we found them throughout the years. It isn't like you have to be stuck on them forever, but once you find you're like this is the thing. Yeah. It's quite glorious. You yeah. don't have to you don't have to come up with anything new and it's just so fun. Yes, and if you are not signed up for our emails, it's just on the main page of findthemagic.co. We only send them out weekly with just extra little nuggets of goodness that we talked about in the episode. So make sure you sign up for those. And yes, we hope that we have inspired some creative juices with the traditions Mm -hmm. this week. And again, don't feel overwhelmed. I would honestly start with just defining the traditions you already do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And And go from there. You might not even need to add any. You might realize you do some and you just don't know and you need to just make it a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you might not, and you might have some traditions you grew up with that you're like, I don't like that. I want to take that out. much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. Like Christmas cards, I don't even do. Yeah. Because they were oh, too yeah. much for me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But other people find so much joy out mm-hmm. of them, and I love receiving them. Mm-hmm. So the cool thing is, you're in charge. Yeah. You yeah. just take another thing about Easter, a lot of people do Holy Week, mm-hmm. right? To help them center around Christ around Easter time. That's something that a lot of people, it's our, like the infrastructure is already there. Yep. There's literally a day of the week. That has something you can focus on every single day that I didn't even realize till I was an adult how easy it is just to incorporate that into my family. So that's an example of it's there. Mm-hmm. Like there's been people who have created tons of stuff to go along with every single day. Yep. You're just kind of tapping into that. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, I agree. Look at what you're already mm-hmm. doing. Choose the traditions that are adding. That you're excited about. Adding mm-hmm. value. Take away the ones that aren't. Let them go. 
and create whatever you want for your own family. Exactly. All right, guys. Well, I think this is the most pertinent episode to say. Let's find the magic. That's right. <clears throat> me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> Brown cows. <laughs>